huge stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. stadium. Their silence is deafening. 136 Israelis are still being held hostage by Hamas. Bring them home. What's going on, Dodgers Nation? Welcome to the Dodgers Nation post-game show. Thanks for rocking with us after the Dodgers lose to the Giants in the most embarrassing loss of the season. It was an outstanding performance by Emmett Chan, who shined in his big league debut. He was fantastic, but there's so much to impact in this game, so much to unpack, so much to break down. This was a very frustrating game. The base running by Mookie Betts. The Dodgers bullpen continues to be one of, if not the worst, bullpens in baseball. They're actually second to the bottom right now in Major League Baseball. This is the worst worst bullpen in the history of the Dodgers. The worst bullpen in franchise history, and the Dodgers lose. They now fall to 39-31 on the year. They're now three games back of the Arizona Diamondbacks. But before we get into all the action, just want to let you know that you're now home with Jim Beam and Dodgers Nation. Please drink responsibly. But that game was bad. That was a very ugly loss. The Dodgers should have won that game, and it starts and ends with the bullpen. I'm going to give you my thoughts on Mookie Betts and his base running blunders because that was embarrassing. If Mookie Betts is not a superstar. If he's not a $365 million man, he's the guy that could get benched for that performance. You saw there he takes off and tries to execute a double steal there when you have your number three and four hitters at the plate. He gets caught stealing. That was a terrible decision, especially when you consider the fact that speed-wise, Mookie Betts is a below-average runner at this stage of his career. But what we saw, that display was yakety sacks. That was an absolute embarrassment there to just run your way out of that game late in that one. You had Michael Bush rounding third. You saw Dino Ebel. He's trying to hold him up because you know it's a two-run game. You don't want to send anyone in that situation. That's just bad base running. That's just not paying attention to the runner. Schmidt, he dropped the ball, and then he throws it away. Bush, he heads home, and then Betts, he kept running. He got caught up in a rundown, and they throw him out. He gets caught in a rundown. Just base running absolutely an abysmal display of base running right there. Just not paying attention to the runner in front of you. And look, when he passed the throw, he saw Mookie and he saw 
Mookie just never looked ahead. Mookie didn't look ahead and see Michael Bush. I mean, that's all you can do to explain that. And just Mookie held up the runner there. Just two errors on the play. And, yeah, that was just terrible. Just so bad. And, look, I think this – if I'm the bullpen right now, that's not going to take away from their display because they're just absolutely terrible. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. They're about as reliable as a frozen yogurt machine at your local McDonald's. They're just bad, bad, bad. They end up going five innings to give eight hits, allowed seven runs, six earned, had five strikeouts and three walks after a fantastic – Fantastic performance from Emmett Sheehan. And we're going to give him his roses. We're going to show him some love. Who's going to be the guy that gets the Mitch a lot of half full take? But guys, this is a rough watch. This is such a tough watch with this bullpen. They now have a 503 ERA on the season. A 503 ERA on the season. This is a team, a franchise that has had one of the best bullpens in all of Major League Baseball for the last 8 to 10 years, and this is what you're rolling out there? Why are they called relievers? I'm only relieved when I'm not watching these guys anymore. That is how bad they are, but let up those comment section. I'm going to try to get to all your comments. We're going to break down this game. There's a lot to get into in this one, but first I want to let you know, I'm looking for my Jorinitos comment of the game. If you get one of those and you drop one of those, you're going to see one of these. But let's jump into that comment section because I know you guys have a lot to say and I have a lot to say. And this one was just an ugly loss by the Dodgers who lose to this Giants team. The Dodgers continue to struggle to put up runs late. Yes, they'll have an occasional big inning. Yes, they'll score runs early in games, but not really good at just putting the foot on the gas, putting their foot on the opponent's throat and really going for the jugular. And yeah, they did a nice job fighting back in this one. But still, yeah, just an ugly game for the Dodgers. Most embarrassing game I've seen. That's from Jonas Bass. We got Mookie, Lost Cause. Uh, we got The Worst from Elazar. We got Just Pathetic. That's from Carlos. We got Chokers from Mario. We got Ray Barrios. Ironically, on the bright side, 39-31. to 31, We got Fire Everyone and Move the Team to Oakland. That's from IV. That's a fire take. I disagree, but that is a fire take by my standards. Roberts isn't to blame. Friedman. Yeah, but look, this is the thing, though, man. Dave Roberts, if you look at his look, at, he looks like he's cracking. He looks like he's cracking like a boiled oh, a boiled egg there so and he just doesn't look like he's ready for this and he needs to light up into his players man I, after this game this is a game where Dave Roberts needs to break stuff in that clubhouse he needs to get into these guys and say hey this is unacceptable from the rookies to Mookie Betts to his leader just running the Dodgers out of this game I thought it was putrid I thought the fact that look you're making your way back in this game and you get a fantastic performance from Emmett Sheehan who I don't want to lose sight of that Sheehan he was fantastic Fantastic. He ends up going six innings, allowed no runs on no hits, had three strikeouts, two walks, 21 called strike and whip percentage through 89 pitches, 51 for strike. You saw him working that sinker up in the zone. You saw him have success with that changeup, the deception on his delivery. He is going to be a piece. Not all fastballs are created equally, and his fastball with his extension has that late life. It has that run, goes inside to righties. I mean, was very impressed by Emmett Sheehan. He is going to be a dude. But we got Fire Roberts, his bullpen managing sucks, and the bullpen sucks too. Carol's whisper. Look, I don't care who you run out there in that bullpen. Save for Evan Phillips. It's like the Bugatti in the shack meme, right? Where the Bugatti's in that crappy shack, whatever it is, which actually would be a nice house to me, but that's what Evan Phillips is on this bullpen because everyone else is terrible. Everyone else is bad. I think they should strip. Swap out this bullpen with all the double-A and triple-A guys. Bring them all up. I don't care who they are. Just bring them up right now. We saw the success that Bobby Miller had coming up from triple-A. We saw the success tonight from Emmett Sheehan. But bring them all. Bring them Nick Frost or bring them Landon Knack. Bring them Nick to 
Destrini, bring up River Ryan, bring up Kyle Hurt, bring them all up because they can't be any worse than the bullpen they have right now. These guys can't get out. So these guys can't execute pitches. They lead the league and hit batters. You have walks, giving up stolen bases. I mean, what can go wrong will go wrong for this Dodgers bullpen. It's a different day and it's the same story. The Dodgers offense gives you a lead. You get a pretty nice starting pitching performance, whether it be Clayton Kershaw or Bobby Miller or tonight what we saw from Emmett Sheehan and the bullpen, they just blow. We're going to break it all down, but I can't believe what I'm seeing. For me, at this point, the bullpen, they might as well just be pitching blindfolded. They might as well just be pitching blindfolded. They look like they're asleep out there on that mound. They look like they're wearing their Mantis Sleep mask. And speaking of Mantis Sleep, Mantis Sleep, they make the world's best sleep masks and sleep accessories. Everything they do is to enable better lives through better sleep. They work relentlessly to improve and optimize sleep so that you can have the energy to live your best life. Check out MantisSleep.com today so you can sleep better anywhere, anytime. Get your Mantis mask today. Use the code DN2023. So, yeah, I mean, we're going to break this game down, but just initial thoughts. What did you guys think about Mookie Betts' base running tonight? Because I think for your team leader, for the for your team leader, for the face of your franchise, that is not what you want to see. You want to see a guy that is a little more composed there, a guy that isn't going rogue, which he completely did there on the double steal. And I just thought really that was the beginning of the end. And yes, if you're Mookie, you're probably saying to yourself, hey, might as well go for it because if I'm at third base, basically the benefit there is you get the wild pitch, you can score on that, the game's over, and you don't tax his bullpen. You try to end this thing as soon as you possibly can. But still, it didn't make very much sense. We got Mookie was drunk today. That's our Jorinito. That's from Rosemary Rodriguez over on YouTube. That's our Jorinito's comment of the game. That's from Rosemary Rodriguez. Here you go for that one. Mookie was drunk today. Yeah, was he drinking that Jorinito's or what was it, Mookie? Because, look, I love Mookie Betts. I think he's the perfect face of this franchise, but tonight was just not his best night on the base pass. And, look, the reality is the bullpen gave up seven runs. Okay? The bullpen gave up seven runs in five innings. You're not going to win very many games when you get those results from your bullpen, and that's just the reality of the situation. But still, it's very frustrating when you got Mookie Betts in that situation. And let's jump right there. Bottom of the ninth inning. Hayward, he's out. The next Betts, he I mean you saw he's thrown out there on that double steal attempt. Actually, let's go, let's go, let's go into some of your comments here, and then we'll jump into it. We got the trade Mookie. We got please don't call it a bullpen, call it a blow pen, more like it. Finish him. That's a finish him. We got terrible base running for a veteran champion. That's from Jackie over on YouTube. Fire Roberts from Team Ruiz. We got Orlando. Mookie runs like he's underwater. That's from Orlando. We got Jim Sacco. Hopefully Taylor and Peralta aren't out long. Yeah, I mean, tonight was just a bad night. It was like a... Uh, it was like an episode of Squid Game, the way the Dodgers players were going out. You got David Peralta. He goes out. You got Chris Taylor. He goes out. He leaves the game. Peralta, he left the game there in the second inning with a left hamstring strain. Chris Taylor, he leaves the game with right knee pain. So both going down the line at first. And for the most part, the, the position players, they've remained healthy. They've stayed on the field. It's the pitching that sustained the injuries. But still, it's going to be bad if they're going to miss guys like that because Peralta, he's really been one of the more consistent hitters of late. Chris Taylor hit the grand slam the other day. He was really getting going. So hopefully it's nothing serious. We'll wait to see what Dave Roberts has to say about that but yeah I mean just a bad night for this Dodgers team bad night for this Dodgers pitching staff save for Emmett Sheehan so I definitely don't want to lose sight of the fact that it does appear like Emmett Sheehan could be that guy and the first thing I would say if I'm Emmett Sheehan in my mind I'm saying to myself wait a second I thought I was at double a this is supposed to be the show because this looks like it's double a and I was playing in the show the way that double a team looked compared to this Dodger team at the big league level okay look at the pitchers down there bring them all up send them up today okay I'd rather see them out there see what they got you know they throw gas you know they 
they miss bats. This current guy, this current lineup. Look, Bruzard Gratterall got a strikeout today. It was his first strikeout in four appearances. The guy doesn't miss bats. The guy doesn't finish off hitters. Bruzard Gratterall statistically has been the Dodgers' best reliever outside of Evan Phillips. But I'm telling you, period, point blank, against good teams, they're going to get the bat on the ball. He doesn't have a long extension. Don't get caught up on his fastball. It's not a, a late-life miss bats, four-seam fastball that's going to miss bats. It's pitch-to-contact fastball. I mean, I'm pretty sure I could no, – I definitely couldn't hit it. But still, I'm just saying. I mean, it's not the fastball you probably think it is. But here you go. Back to the comment section. We got a no-hitter through six innings, a 4-0 score, and lose. That's from Camille Harris over on YouTube. Jason Diamond, Mookie Stinks, Bill Salas. This is the worst I've ever seen the Dodgers. Will they even make the postseason this year? I mean, look, that's a fair question at this point because this division is is the toughest division in baseball at this point, and it's definitely going to be if it's not already, because you got the Padres playing better. You have the Giants playing better. You have the Diamondbacks that don't look like they're going to be slowing down anytime soon, and this Dodger team, they're sitting at 39-31, and 31, now three games back from the D-backs. They still have two games to go with this Giants team, and that is not going to be a fresh bullpen tomorrow. That bullpen, it's fitting that they're playing California because that bullpen is heavily taxed, and you saw tonight they just were not able to get it done. Victor Gonzalez, his mechanics were out of whack. Alex Vesia doing Alex Vesia things. He's just not effective. The slider's not working. Opponents are just teeing off on him. Bruce Dark Gratterall, he gives up the two-run shot. They just cannot hold a lead. Yeah, well-deserved L for the Dodgers tonight. We got the DKM. Um, Sheehan looks like a full-time starter. That's from DKM. Anthony Keene. I think Mookie completely disrespected Dino. All bad. That's from Anthony Keene. Yeah, I mean, I tweeted out right after. I was like, look, that is a such a Mookie move, such a rogue play. We've seen him do it in the past. We saw him do it in the NLDS to great results. When he just called that double steal in the NLDS back in 2020 against the Padres, no one told him to do that. And you saw the way he was kind of creeping ahead with his feet, trying to time it there as if he wasn't being held on. And you're just trying to to basically take a free base, but that wasn't the case there. And unfortunately, it really hurt the Dodgers because they had a great opportunity to get that walk off their second one of the week to really save some of these bullpen arms. Do you really want to save them? Do you really want to throw more guys out there and force you into having to use Caleb Ferguson and Alex Vest and more bullpen pieces when you need to save as many arms as you possibly can when you consider how heavily taxed they are and it's at an alarming rate at this point. But yeah, bottom of the ninth inning, I mean, Hayward, he out to first for the first out. Then Rojas, and by the way, Mitch Lott, a half full take of the night. Like I said, we got some positivity. We got to be positive this one. My Mitch Lott, a half, my first Mitch Lott, a half full take of the night is about Miguel Rojas because Miguel Rojas, he's hitting. He's playing defense. He always plays defense, but you're starting to see him hit with consistency. Tonight, Miguel Rojas got some big hits and big spots. He ends up going two for five, big hits and big spots there. He singles to center, a one-out single for Miggy Rowe, and then he steals second. So the Dodgers, they're in business. He steals second. And then Betts, he singled to left. Rojas gets to third. And the next batter, Freddie Freeman, he reached on an infield single to second. Rojas scored. That tied things up at 5-5. Five to five. And then Freeman and Mookie, they end up getting, they end up getting caught stealing there. And who do you have at the plate? So you have one out. 
you have Will Smith at the plate. What's Will Smith's nickname? What did I dub Will Smith after his first walk-off against the Phillies back in 2019? I called him the Clutch Prince. He's one of the Dodgers' best clutch hitters. You want him at the plate with an opportunity to win the game, and you could have done just that. Yes, being at third is better than at getting at second, but you don't want to give up outs. That's the name of the game. That's why stealing bases, if you look at the analytics, if you look at the advanced data, it's overrated when it comes to run productions. It's worth like 0.3 runs per nine innings. It's very overrated. You don't want to give up outs. That's why the Dodgers don't do it because the Dodgers embrace analytics. Yes, you have to have fast players. It can give you an advantage. But in this case scenario, Mookie Betts, if you look at the numbers, he's a below average runner. In that situation, yeah, it was clear what he was trying to do. And look, all I have to say about that is if you're going to take off and steal third with your number three and four hitters up there with one out in the tie game there in the bottom of the ninth, your ass better get there. Your ass better not get stolen. And uh, you better ask, better not get caught stealing there. You better make it. And he unfortunately did. And yes, you got to give credit to Patrick Bailey because that was one hell of a throw. He throws a perfect strike. But still, I mean, that was the beginning of the end right there because after that, J.D. Martinez or Will Smith, he draws the walk, and then J.D. Martinez, he go, he strikes out on three pitches, had really no chance there on that, that cutter upstairs. So, yeah, I mean, that was a big-time base-running blunder, but let's get back to the comment section. Give Peralta and Taylor some hornitos. Suck it up. Uh, yeah, you go. There's a hornitos comment of the game. We got Douglas Dillard, LOL, LAD fans doing what they do when the team has a rough patch. That's from Douglas Dillard. Hey, look, this is a post-game show. I'm in the overreaction business, okay? But the reality is you had some good, you had some bad. I think another Mitch Lotta half-full take of the night. I'm going to try to balance this out. Is how about James Alvin? James Alvin ends up coming through again, comes off the bench. He ends up going two for four, had two RBIs tonight. So good for James Alvin. We'll talk a little bit about him. And then really the story should be Emmett Sheehan, who ended up throwing six scoreless innings today, six hitless innings today. And I thought he was fantastic. He was cool, calm, and collected out there on the mound, executing pitches. Did have some three-ball counts, but was still able to really just – dominate the Giants as far as the fact that they were getting underneath all of his pitches. They were swinging underneath. He was getting fly balls. Also benefited from some fantastic defense throughout the night. You had big plays from Freddie Freeman in foul territory. You had the really nice play in the fourth inning with Miguel Rojas. When he makes the backhand stop in the spin, he flips it to Miguel Vargas. That was a fantastic play. And also, Freddie Freeman, same inning over his shoulder. He jumps into the netting there in foul territory to get the third out. So, great play there by Freddie Freeman. Then how about Mookie Betts there in the sixth inning that diving catch that play had a 790 expected batting average of 115 miles per hour off the bat. Jock Peterson just missed it. Mookie, he makes a diving catch, just like the one we saw last year against Jock Peterson, the Giants. So, yeah, he benefited from some great defense. Didn't have a ton of swing and miss. Only four swings and miss there. Just three strikeouts. But it's the way that two-seam, that sinker works in the zone. It's very, very effective from Emmett Sheehan. I think he's definitely going to be a guy that's going to have an impact on this team. He looks like a dude. And look, the good news in all this this, the silver lining is all this is look it's the ball is not Andrew Freeman's court okay he knows the assignment and his assignment is to go out there and try to rebuild this bullpen on the fly and if they don't then hey the only reason to watch the second half of the season is for these young players is to watch them to develop because there's zero chance they will be able to make it to the World Series unless they go out there and trade for some trusted bullpen pieces yes the double-a triple-a guys are gonna have an impact but to expect them to carry the Dodgers that's unrealistic so they have to go out there and trade for one or two impact arms or or this team does not stand a chance. But here we go. We got uh, Can't Believe Roberts took out Emmett. 
Stripling when he was pitching no hitter. That's from Thomas Cooney. Look, I mean, it's totally understandable. I mean, you're talking about a guy, A9 pitches. He's not going to go the distance with nine, right? I mean, it's unrealistic. And yeah, I was, it was nice to see Ross Stripling. And I think if I remember correctly, that game also ended up in extra innings and yeah, man, you need Bumpus Jones to be the only pitcher to throw a no-hitter in his first uh, career outing. By the way, Bumpus Jones' career ended up kind of being a bust. After he was 23, his career basically ended. But we're talking about a long, long time ago. But, yeah, Bumpus Jones, the only pitcher who threw a no-hitter in his major league debut. And it wasn't Emmett Sheehan, but still, he pitched great. Tip your cap. He shined on a big stage and give him all the credit in the world because, yeah, he was really, really, really strong tonight in his big league debut. And I think, really, the sky's the limit for this guy. I think that... I saw him sitting next to Bobby Miller in the dugout. It's almost like Bobby Miller was saying, hey, get used to it, kid. This bullpen, they're going to blow your lead, just like they do when I'm out there. But uh, do these players even stretch to prevent injuries? That's from Craig Osterberg. Miguel Guzman, if you continue to defend Roberts, you are an idiot. Miguel Guzman, I think it just collectively, I mean, I have always been fair with Dave Roberts. I'm critical of him when he deserves to be critical. Tonight, I'm critical. I think, yeah, if you look at the comeback win, he managed a really nice game, really good bullpen management when the bullpen pitched well. The realio, these pieces are terrible. You can only manage the piece that you have, and they're just consistently bad. We have enough sample size at this point. There is a long enough sample size. Let me drink some water here. Man, I'm thirsty. There is a long enough sample size here to realize that this bullpen, they stink. They're a dumpster fire. They're bad. A 5.03 ERA. That's the second worst in Major League Baseball. This franchise dates back to 1889. Okay, I mean, this is a franchise that has a long history, okay? So the fact that this is the worst bullpen in Dodgers history, that really tells you everything you need to know, okay? So, yeah, they're terrible. And the reason why they're bad is I think the construction. I mean, look, you're talking about a Brooklyn Dodgers team. First year, 1883, right? 1883. They're the worst bullpen in baseball, okay? The worst bullpen this 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 franchise has ever seen, this team has ever seen. So, yeah, you definitely have to find a way to fix it. You don't have the guys that can dominate hitters. And you saw in the in the at-bat, you saw in the sequence there with Bruce Dark Gratterall, and I think you have to talk about that there in the top of the seventh inning. One-two pitch to Estrada. He singled to left. That's a slider with no bite. He just couldn't put away the hitter. Then three-two pitch, he strikes out Conforto on a cutter up and in. That was his first strikeout in four outings. First strikeout, four outings. How can you explain that for a guy that has the kind of stuff that he has? And I know why. It's because he throws strikes and he pounds the zone, and he has a little downward slope there on that sinker, and it makes a lot of sense. But still, I mean, next batter, one-two pitch. On the fourth pitch of the at-bat, Flores, he hits a two-run shot to left to make it 4-2. And on that pitch, a terribly executed pitch, slider middle, and, yeah, they're going to pound them. If you're going to might as well throw some spaghetti if you're going to throw that meatball because, I mean, that's a pitch that they are going to absolutely punish. A cement mixing slider up in the zone, and Flores did not miss it. And that made it uh, 4-2, a two-run shot. He comes back. He strikes out Yastrzemski there to get out of the inning. But he just couldn't put those hitters away. We're going to talk about the top of the eighth here. Uh, we got Captain Clutch from... Uh, Loyasa and Joaquin over on YouTube. We got Fire Roberts. We got Analytics Suck from Team Ruiz. We got uh, Mookie always gets a pass from Neil Katsumoto. I'm not giving Mookie a pass. I think there was a terrible display of base running. We've broken it down already. 
He just basically ran them out of two innings. I think it was a terrible decision to go rogue there and try to get to third base. We know that wasn't on Dino Ebel. You saw the look on Freddie Freeman's face when he was confused by it. It made absolutely no sense. You got your number three and four hitters at the plate, one of your most clutch hitters in Will Smith. You got J.D. Martinez, another guy who's had a great season, and you're going to leave them without the opportunity to get you home. Makes no sense whatsoever. That was a bad decision, and that was a decision that really cost this Dodgers team. But uh, clean out the pen and bring up the AAA guys. That's exactly what I said. What about the analytics about putting 111 Barnes into pinch hit in the clutch? That's from Boomer Assassin. Yeah, I mean, I think really it speaks to a bigger problem, Boomer Assassin, and I'll give you credit for that, is that really speaks to the fact that they don't have a lot of options. You don't have a lot of talent there, especially when you consider that they're losing guys. They're not adding guys. I mean, Chris Taylor goes down tonight. David Peralta goes down. You got Max Muncie, who they place him on the I.L. Max Muncie, by the way, a little quick update. Max Muncie, he's going to be out at least another week to rehab that left hamstring strain. They placed him on the 10-day aisle today. Michael Bush, of course, you saw in the game today, he was recalled from AAA Oklahoma City. He suffered the injury, did Max Muncy in the eighth inning on Sunday against Philly when he was running out that ground ball. He missed three games against the White Sox. And, yeah, he was doing some pregame work, some ground balls on Thursday, and just has not got right. And, look, when they did the, his IL like they did. He can basically he can be activated next Friday, June 23rd. So he's going to miss at least five more games, and that's going to be a total of eight games. So they're going to have to get by without Max Muncy, who really hasn't been lighting it up anyway. So, yeah, this team, they're definitely in trouble. This team is, I don't want to say they're on life support. They're not on life support, but this team, it's the 14th round, and they're kind of swaying back and forth there in the middle of the ring because this bullpen, they are – just so frustrating to watch. Like I said, they called relievers. Only time I get any relief is when they're done pitching. Is when I don't have to watch them anymore. I mean, that's how bad it is. I just want to put my, I just want to put my Manta mask on. We got uh, Anthony, uh, Anthony Keene. Overreaction, bro. I've never seen a pen give up more games in my life. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is unprecedented. This is the first time that a pen has been this bad. This is not a joke. This is not a stretch here. So. It's just, I mean, it's bad. I mean, what can you say? I mean, this is, you guys have watched the Dodgers for a long time. And this Dodger team, I mean, this is the worst, worst, bet, worst, worst bullpen in franchise history by almost every single statistical measure. I mean, that is just how it is. That's the reality of the situation. I mean, this is a Dodger team that's been in this city since 1958. 1958, and this is the worst bullpen in franchise history. You can just sleep on that. I mean, I wonder if Dave Roberts is having a McCray moment today with the press and with how frustrating he is. So, we got Shea needs a better manager. That's from Carl. Is something wrong with the mic? We got uh, Dev Ishov and Sandy expecting uh, something wrong with the mic. Trade Vargas for Pitt. Is it, on the, is it doing the echo thing again? Let's see. One second here. Hello, hello. 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 Do, 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 do. Uh, trade Vargas for pitching. We could get some good pitching for him. That's $5 from my guy over there. What was your name? Let me get that name really quick. That's from X Gravy Baby Double X. We got. Uh, Lost faith in Freeman from Joe Mama. We got, if we want to get to the playoffs, we need a better bullpen. We got uh, another super chat from Matthew, 499. Appreciate that. I'm going to send this all for a better bullpen. Those, oh, we got uh, Anger, We'll Make You Thirsty, Ray Barrios. We got, we need it. 
Yeah, I, I mean, that's a home run plays. We need another voice. That's something that I think if this season completely falls off, if this season is a tire fire where they don't make the postseason, I think at that point you almost have to consider making a change at the managerial spot. I really do think that at some point, from an optic standpoint, when you consider the fact that last year you get bounced in the first round, 2019 you get bounced in the first round, 2022 you get bounced in the NLC uh, in the first round, of course, like last year in 2021, you get bounced in the NLCS. So three of the last four full 162 game seasons, you're not getting to the World Series. And two of those seasons, you're getting bounced in the DS and you're getting upset. But uh, Dave just said, I felt we had the right guys to finish the game. I mean, I'm so sick of that, man. I'm so, oh, I'm just going to keep putting him out there. I feel good about that guy in that spot. You just got to stop with all these cliches. And look, I mean, what else are you supposed to say? This guy's trash. I mean, what else are you supposed to say? But still, I mean, the reason why he gets the big bucks is because he's the guy that has to fall on the sword and take the blame when the Dodgers don't have success. But yeah, I mean, you're just kind of sick of hearing it. At some point, you got to say, hey, these guys, they're not getting the job done. And look, he even said the other day to Dave Roberts that, this is the worst he's felt about the pitching since he's been the Dodgers manager. So really three things you need to know about this game. The bullpen is still terrible. They showed signs of life a few days ago. A lot of it had to do with a really nice performance, bounce back performance by Yancy Almonte. You had Evan Phillips go two innings. You had Caleb Ferguson. He pitched well. But for the most part, this bullpen, they're still bad. That was just an aberration there. That was a fluke. Two, Emmett Sheehan, he's an absolute baller. Just a very deceptive fastball with a lot of late life. You got that mid-90s velocity. Today, I thought Emmett Sheehan really performed so well. He has nothing to be ashamed of, of course. I mean, a guy that goes six scoreless, six hitless innings in his big league debut at home against the Giants in a big game that the Dodgers needed. You got to feel really good about the kid. A guy went to Boston College. A guy whose mom was there was a catcher for him. She went to Georgetown and listened to her life story during the broadcast. But Emmett Sheehan tonight, if you look at his pitch mix, he went with 70% sinker. And he goes 16% changeup, 15% slider. So, yeah, heavy on the sinker tonight. And I thought, yeah, he was most impressive out there was Emmett Sheehan. He ended up going... His he topped out the max was ninety eight point one miles per hour on the sinker ninety five point six was the average so yeah the velocity was there the spin the deception I was very very impressed and look he's gonna remember this night for the rest of his life yes he lost but you can't take away the fact that he pitched well in his big league debut yeah the Dodgers blew it for him but still he pitched well he's gonna be very happy it's still gonna be a happy post game for Emmett Sheehan and look the reality is they cost him his first big league win you can't get that back but hey like you just said we probably know what Dave Roberts is saying right now. The bullpen has to do better. The bullpen has to do better. I liked him in that spot. But, yeah, I mean, at this point, the offense pretty much has to score 10 runs if they want to win with this bullpen because they give up seven tonight. It was bad. But we got uh, Robert. Yeah, yeah. Uh, don't talk about Mookie Betts, Mr. Mr. Buster. Uh, you were an idiot, Mr. B- I don't even know what you're even saying, my man. Um, how long do we have – to live through Gratterall innings. That's from Lori O. We got trade for Arenado. We got uh, Ron. I say months. You've been hurt all year. We got Joe Mama. D-Mac, do you still have faith in Freeman? Joe Mama. That's a really good question. Look, I think I've said it before and I'll say it again. These guys aren't perfect. I think when you evaluate Andrew Friedman, he's a great evaluator of talent. I mean, he has some of the best contracts in the league on his team. I think Freddie Freeman. I think J.D. Martinez, one-year deal. Mookie Betts. I mean, he's a guy that's made some really good moves. But I think that 
he's he's doing also one of the best farm systems in baseball. It's just a matter of reaching the mountaintop. I think you can't anoint him the best in the game until he gets another World Series, until he gets that full 162-game World Series on the road where you got sold-out stadiums, where you got the attrition and the full 162. Then I will anoint him the best in the game. But until then, I still think he has work to do. And you also, you've seen some misses. I mean, the Trevor Bauer contract, that was a miss. I mean, for a better or worse, I mean, that's going to go down as one of the worst contracts in big league history when you talk about the fact you give him $102 million, you don't get much out of him, and he signed some bad deals. But, look, I think this really comes down to it's tough to sustain winning like the Dodgers have when you had talk about 10 straight postseason appearances and all the – division titles consecutively and how they're always perennial contenders. Baseball really isn't a sport where you see that. That's why you haven't had a back-to-back World Series champion in the National League since the 70s Reds. You haven't had a back-to-back World Series champion in general since the 2000 Yankees. It's very difficult to put together a World Series contending team year in and year out and sometimes you have to take a step back to take a step forward. Sometimes you need to have those gap years. Sometimes you have to do a little remodeling before you go all in once again And they don't like to do that with the Dodgers. They like to go for it every year. And I think at this point, this window is starting to close with this group because I doubt Urias is going to be back. I sort of doubt that Kershaw will be back, although I think if he's effective, he will be back. And I anticipate he will re-sign with the Dodgers for as long as he's continuing to perform. But I think if you really want to go all in, you got to make some moves. And I want to see Freeman be aggressive because last year he sat on his hands. He sat on his hands. He didn't do much. And it it cost the Dodgers. We got Barnes. Can we get rid of Barnes? That's from Boomer Assassin. Yeah, Austin Barnes, he's bad, man. Austin Barnes, he's bad. He didn't come through once again tonight. I mean, he goes up there, and that was just not a good at-bat for Austin Barnes. He goes up there in the bottom of the 10th inning. He had an opportunity with runners on second and third. He strikes out on three pitches. The third pitch, sweeping slider on the inside corner. He just watched it. Not a very good at-bat. And... Yeah, they had an opportunity there, just really couldn't get anything going. But, yeah, a little bit more on Emmett. Yeah, so we'll do some more comments, and we'll talk a little more about Emmett Sheehan. But uh, we got It's Your Boy on YouTube, 499. Appreciate you, my guy. Uh, we got to thank goodness I'm out of town and didn't have to endure this pain tonight from Diane Schroeder. Yeah, Mike is better now. I don't even know. I don't know what was wrong with my mic. Um, Gradwell is cooked too much hard. Contact is best here. Has to go. Mike sounds like a robot. Really? I really don't know what's wrong. My mic is... Has been perfect uh, for a long time, but uh, thanks for le- thanks for letting me know. Though I'll fix it uh, after. But uh, we have a, a Thor bullpen mock. We got uh, I can't take it anymore. This has gone long, long enough. We got Jackie over on YouTube. Dmac, if you were Andrew Freeman, what would your moves be before the trade deadline, if any? I think. Look, tomorrow I'm dropping a a video. Ten bullpen pieces the Dodgers should consider going after. I think first and foremost, you got to get another high leverage guy, another guy that you can trust in big spots that has the kind of strikeout stuff that you want to see. So that's kind of the first thing I would do. I mean, it's tough to get elite starting pitching because you never know if those guys are truly going to be available. But you can get relievers. You can find a way to get relievers. And you really are looking for guys that are on short-term deals, one-year deals. I think Joe Kelly, I'm not big on that. It's a possibility. I think if they get Scott Barlow from the Kansas City Royals, he's a guy, a strikeout rate at 33.7%. The out rate is a little high this year, but the FIP is lower. I like Scott Barlow. Also, too, they need another lefty. I mean, you need to go out there, find another lefty. And Tanner Scott on the Marlins – He's a guy that I definitely think 
He's, a, he's another guy I'm definitely interested in. David Bednar, of course, that's the dream. That's most likely not going to happen. He's 28. He's under team control for another few seasons, but he's fantastic. But, yeah, Liam Hendricks, if he was healthy, he'd be interesting too. I just need to shake up this bullpen one way or the other, though, and I think I'm really interested in adding Lucas Giolito as a possibility, another starting pitcher. But here we got uh, – we're not going to be in the postseason from Diane Schroeder. Trade Urias for prospects from Justin Lombas. I mean, really, because – if you were to trade Arias, we would have done it a few years ago. Would it make sense right now? We got Padres in Arizona already passed us up. Idiot Giants might as well, too. We got, uh, like Jim Mora said, playoffs? Playoffs? That's from Victor Banos. But, yeah, a couple, couple points here. Top of the first inning, 3-2 pitch to Wade. Sheehan gets him to pop to third for the first out. Sinker up, then 2-2 pitch to Peterson. He flies to left for the second out. And then 1-0 pitch to Estrada. He flies to center. Then top of the second, 3-2 count. Leadoff walk to Conforto. That's another thing tonight, too, the leadoff walks. You had leadoff walks in the second, fourth, eighth, and ninth inning tonight. Just bad. You got to keep runners off those base paths. You can't issue free passes. But he issues that 3-2 Walk misses there, and next batter, Flores, he fouls to first. Great play there by Freddie Freeman. Next batter, Bailey, he flies to right for the second out. And then 3-2 pitch to Yaz. He gets him swinging for the first career strikeout. And that great moment for him, a sinker up in the zone, gets him to chase. Very nice pitch, well executed. And then bottom of the second, we talked about the injuries there to Peralta and Taylor. And then top of the third, you got Altman there in center field. They moved DeLuca to left. And then Matos, he flied to left for the first out. Then Crawford flied to center for the second out. Then Wade Jr., he flied to right. So one, two, three, third. And then top of the fourth inning, four-pitch walk to Freeman there. Actually, we already talked about this one. Um... Yeah, for, so, and then, yeah, and then 0-2 pitch, he gets a straw to ground to a fielder's choice there. Great play there by by Miguel Rojas. Just nice job, backhand stop. He spins and make the throw, gets the out at second. And then Estrada steals second, so didn't do a great job of holding him there. And then 3-2 count, he strikes out Conforto looking for the second out. Change up top of the zone. And then 2-2 pitch to Flores, seventh pitch to the at-bat. He gets him to foul to first. Great play there in foul territory. Mookie and a great play there by Freddie Freeman. And top of the fifth, Bush at third, 3-2 pitch. He strikes out Bailey with a sinker up in the zone for the first out. Gets Yaz to fly to left for the second out. Then Matos fly to third for the fly to center for the third out. And top of the sixth, he gets out of it. We talked about the play there with Mookie Betts. So, yeah, really nice job by Emmett Sheehan tonight. He was fantastic. We actually do a full in-depth breakdown of it later. But, yeah, just a rough night. I mean, we haven't even talked about the top of the eighth. We'll talk about the top of the eighth because... Victor Gonzalez, I mean, you got the leadoff walk to Matos. He was missing with the arm side sinker there. It's just a bad pitch. And the 3-1 pitch, he gets Crawford to ground to first. Freddie goes to second to get the lead runner for the first out. And Slater hits for Wade Jr. 3-1 pitch, Slater single to right. And then Peterson with runners on the corners. 2-1 pitch, he singled to left to score Crawford to make it 4-3. Giants at that point. Then Slater, he was safe at third. After that, Aaron throw by Johnny DeLuca. So not a great throw there by DeLuca. He's got to cut that off. And then Scott, he comes in first pitch to Estrada. And he hits a sack fly to center to score Slater to tie it up at four. The lead is officially blown. They intentionally walk Conforto. And runners on second and third. Schmidt, he reached on an infield single to short. Rojas tries to make a play right there, but it just didn't get there in time. And Peterson scored to put the Giants ahead five to four. And then he hits Bailey with a pitch. And then he strikes out Yaz with the slider away. And that was clearly off the plate. The Dodgers benefited there. That should have lowered the bases. But they get three runs on three hits in the air there. And then... 
That was pretty much all she wrote. He broke down the rest of the inning. So, yeah, some of my final thoughts here. They need to do something with this bullpen, man. I don't know. Keep calling those double-A guys. Do some wholesale changes. Try to get more out of Brewster. Gratterall, hopefully. Hopefully Daniel Hudson can come back and really start to help fortify this pen and bring some consistency. But you got to do something. And also, Mookie, that was some hero ball running tonight. You just can't do that. You got to pay attention. And he knows that better than anyone else. But still, you can't put this on Mookie bets. I mean, Mookie had Mookie, Mookie was pretty much fan. I mean, there's Mookie magic moments tonight. Okay, Mookie was two for five, had two strikeouts. So you can't pin this solely on Mookie or anything like that. Yes, those base running blunders cost them, but still, I mean, save the no hitter there in the six. Had two hits, definitely contributed. The bullpen is the problem. If you're slicing up this blame pie, ninety five percent of it is the bullpen because they're terrible. But um, I feel bad for the kiddo. D Mac got that auto tune, man. I don't, I don't know what that is. I must have. I don't know what that is, man. Uh, man, the team sister really screwed this up. Or we got the Dodgers bullpen should sing "Take Me Out of the Ball Game." We got worst seasons since a long time. We got don't read the super chat. Okay, we got. Uh, Thank you for always being here, DMAC. Yeah, guys, I'm here. Win, lose, or draw. I'm always going to be here for you guys. Uh, DMAC, when is the next collab with Hoggy? We're going to do something at the trade deadline. That's my guy, Borna, man. Uh, we, we definitely can get it together. I'll definitely hit him up because he's a good dude. We got why was Barnes put in there second for the chance to win, Todd K. Yeah, your guess is as good as mine. I mean, they really didn't have that many options there is the reality, though. Uh, how much more neat does it take to get over this loss, DMAC? I would say probably about 17 of these bottles. No, but look, it's a, it's a loss in June. But, um, yeah, it's going to do it for this episode of the Dodgers Nation post-game show. We got Get Brett Boone as a manager. Nobody gets a pass from I Got Jams. All we needed was nine outs. That's from Delirium 9. We will said Broski. We got letting Chris Martin walk was a catastrophe from Jim Sicko. Yeah, a couple more here, and we'll let you guys enjoy the rest of your Friday night. Here we go. We got uh, $1 from Daniel M. Appreciate you on that. 9910s from Michael De La Rosa. Appreciate you. DFA the bullpen. We got... Uh, uh, send the bullpen down to single A. That is from Francisco. We got Daniel Hudson will come back only to have a season-ending injury before you can blink. Hopefully that doesn't happen. That's from Baron VG. Roy Estrada, Friedman should be on the phone first thing in the morning, getting his help in the bullpen. Amen, Roy Estrada. Uh, fire the coach. We got Hogs, my boy, from Matthew. Uh, we got... Um, Johnny DeLuca could have caught that weak fly ball at the start of the seventh. Could have prolonged the no-hitter to layer ninth. Yeah, definitely not a great play. And he also had the, the Aaron throw. Not an awesome job defensively. But D-Mac at the band, I feel better because of you. Hey, thanks, guys. I feel better for because of you guys. Honestly, man, we gotta, we'll got to we get through this together. There will be sunny days ahead, okay? We got uh, D-Mac. Was that water or hornitos you just chugged? LOL, don't blame if you had the latter. A Sandoval. Hey, no comment there. We're not supposed to drink on this show, okay? But uh, Julio, come back. It's a great point. Need Julio Arias back. As soon as possible. Bruce Boach for 2024. I think he's happy in Texas. He's got a good situation. He's got them heading in the right direction. And Corey Seager, by the way, having a great year. And his thanks, DMAC, for the chat. Peace out. We got uh, Altman played better. Yeah, we talked about that. He was a Mitch Lotta half full take. Two hits for Altman. Really two RBIs building on last year. You're seeing him really go better contact tonight. So that definitely is something that you definitely need to feel good about in tonight's game. I mean, so I'm going with that pitch there in the, the bottom of the fifth inning. So, yeah, bottom of the fifth, DeLuca struck out swinging. The 1-1 pitch to Rojas. He singled to left. First pitch to Mookie. It plunks him, giving the Dodgers runners on first and second with one out. And then Will Smith, he had that blooping parachute base hit there. That scored Rojas. Nice inside-out swing by Will Smith. And then J.D. Martinez, he had been hitless in his last 14 at-bats. 
And, hey, he ends up getting a big hit there. That ends up putting the Dodgers up 4 nothing at that point. You're really feeling good about that. Great swing and uh, with J.D. Or, uh, before that. So, yeah, I mean... That was definitely that was definitely I mean you really I mean, that was the inning where you're feeling okay the Dodgers are gonna have a blowout win. Their Dodgers are gonna run away with it there, but that just was not the case. I mean, Smith, I mean, he puts him on the board with that single there, makes it one nothing Dodgers. Martinez doubled to left, that made it two nothing, that scored bets. Outman, he singled to left, and that scored two runs, that made it four two Dodgers, and then Vargas struck out swing. So really, that was the big inning for the Dodgers, the four runs and four hits in the air there in the fifth inning. But that's gonna do it for this episode. The Dodgers they post game show the Dodgers fall to 39 and 31 on the year they lose to the San Francisco Giants by a final score of seven to five one of the worst losses of the season today just how sloppy it was defensively they made big plays I will say that Emmett Sheehan really hopefully that's what we think about moving forward because if he can be a contributor that means they found Bobby Miller and Emmett Sheehan they've already hit on two guys but that's going to do it my name is Doug McCain you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at dmac underscore LA for all things Dodger baseball all season long be sure to hit that subscribe button hit that notification bell and if you want to see us post even more dodgers content you really want to support the channel smash that like button and remember even when we lose nothing brings us together quite like dodger baseball and until next time think blue bleed blue and i'm out